Springfield Talk 1041. Hey everybody, my name is Nick Reed, and I'd love to welcome you to the show. We are live, of course, at Scramblers, the Friday road show, every Friday out here broadcasting live. Hey, you know what Jan had to say about Garage Experts? You don't? Well, I'll tell you, an excellent job done by these epoxy floor experts. A wonderful way to cover rough cement on the patio and front entrance porch. Of course, the garage, like I did, were very, very happy with the outcome and will certainly recommend it to anyone. <clears throat> you know, she refers to garage experts as epoxy floor experts and, of course, customized storage as well. But this is an important notation. I've made it before, but perhaps distinction is a better term to use because there are other companies that offer the service to put the epoxy on your flooring. That is one of 80 things that they do. And I learned a long time ago that you can only be a real, true, honed-in, premium expert in, like, one thing. Because if you decide, well, I want to be an expert in eight things, that means that you divide the amount of time that you would spend becoming an expert on one thing into eight different segments. So now, in that one area, you are only one-eighth of the expert that you could be. Garage experts, this is what they do. It's not one of their many services, and it's one of the reasons that you do get the premium process, product, and people when it comes to your flooring. And I talk about garage flooring, and people talk about patios oftentimes in the reviews, but <clears throat> restaurants veterinarian offices um uh what are they animal control centers i i know of one i've been in before and i looked around and i was like well i know who did this floor and it was garage experts so for all questions that you have regarding what they can do for you just look under nick's endorsements at ksgf.com for garage experts it's that simple and on the last hour i was talking about how i, I really genuinely believe that if there is a third-party candidate that runs in this presidential election that the left fears might draw enough votes away from whomever the Democrat is, be it Biden or otherwise, and allow Trump to become president of the United States, that person's life, I think, will be in a tremendous amount of danger. I noted that it is becoming more common for left-wing activists to try and kill Republicans or conservatives that they feel prevent the Democrats from getting their way. There was the Bernie Sanders campaign volunteer who tried to kill as many Republicans as possible at the softball field. There was the um, individual, the, the guy who, he was caught at Kavanaugh's house, but his plan was to kill as many Republican as he saw them or conservative judges as possible in order to prevent the Roe v. Wade case from being, quote, overturned. I also don't know that we have perhaps a... I, I, the, the, the trans shooter in Nashville. Anytime there have been any sort of shooters that have gone to take out a school or whatever the facility may be and kill as many people as possible and they've left behind a manifesto or you know whether it was on social media or in a letter that's always been put out there that's always been talked about and put out there but it has been blocked at every turn this time around 
And there have been many people who have speculated that it was because this was a left-wing individual that was perhaps targeting Christians. It was a Christian school. And because that doesn't fit the narrative about who's really in danger of being targeted in this country, that's why they don't want to release it. But I'm not sure that perhaps we don't have an, an instance here in which there are specific elected officials that were quoted, potentially, that you maybe had this activist that was that would have been categorized as the, the Bernie Sanders volunteer or the Kavanaugh attempted assassin as somebody that took direction specifically from a Democrat or from Democrat talking points. Uh, you could imagine if that shooter had said, you know, quoted Kamala Harris talking about people, you know, that the trans community needed to fight back or, you know, it, those sorts of things, how politically speaking, they would definitely want to make sure that that did not get out there. So I'm not sure that we're underestimating how specific the the manifesto was. Now, we don't know. And it is speculation, but that's what happens when the government hides things from you. You have to try to figure out what was in the manifesto, why it is that they're trying to hide it, what benefit there is, why hide this one versus all the others, and so forth. And so you know, that's that's all we are able to do is make educated guesses as to what was in that. This week, Biden has, with great frequency fulfilled what many of us have predicted, and that is demonstrating that he has cognitive issues, be it dementia, Alzheimer's, whatever the classification may be. When these things would pop up every so often, you had many speculating that if this is what it appears, this is not going to become less common. It's not even going to stay on track with the frequency we are seeing at that time, but it is going to increase in frequency. And it is getting to the point where, and we've this week has not been a good week for him, there rarely is an appearance in which something isn't done by Biden or Biden's handlers that demonstrate there is a real problem here. And there was an incident that took place, and I want to talk about this and, and the string of other incidents that occurred this past week that I think for a lot of people may be a a trigger, um, not in the traditional I was triggered sense, but people that have been trying to afford him the benefit of the doubt, that might for them be just too much. And that was, and what's interesting about it is so far there is no video or audio of it. It's simply based off of reporting from people at this fundraising event in which Biden told a story and then repeated the story in a manner that was clear to everyone. He forgot that just one minute ago he told this exact same story. And apparently it was very, very uncomfortable. And these are his people. This was a billion-dollar, multi-billion-dollar real estate mogul or something that was hosting a fundraiser. And this, and he was speaking at that event. And so, the, you know, 
these are his people. These are his big donors that were apparently very uncomfortable. And I, I don't know that this may potentially be a turning point for the reelection campaign and, and whether or not there is more talk amongst Democrats of Biden dropping out. Have a look at the weather here in just a second from Scramblers. Right now, the latest news update. Good morning, everyone. I'm Color 10's Angela Luna. President Joe Biden has approved Governor Mike Parson's request for a major disaster declaration to help out after late summer storms. The governor's request included more than $14 million in possible expenses. This money will go towards things like repairing bridges and roads. Public assistance has been made available to several counties in the Ozarks, including Barrie, Camden, Christian, Dade, Green, Ozark, and Taney County. And the westbound lanes of James River Freeway between 65 and Glenstone are back open ahead of schedule. Crews have wrapped up repairs to a sinkhole that opened up in the roadway last month. The Highway 65 ramps are also back open. The repairs were originally scheduled to be completed later today. Tune in to Fox 49 for the latest news at 5 and 6. I'm Angela Luna. The first alert forecast sponsored by Navant, employee benefits that work from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tim, or Tom Schmidt rather. A a chance of showers, thunderstorms off and on through the day. High today near 78. Rain through tonight, low of 65. Chance of rain tomorrow, high near 82. And Sunday, chance You're of rain. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. Look, everyone, Sarah Myers. Thank you. Well, um, I guess it stopped raining out there, but it looks like we do have quite a bit. <laughs> I know. Sorry, no, I was joining the song. Oh. Oh, you don't have your headphones on. I don't have my. I was like, what? I thought you were just commenting on the fact no. that it stopped raining. But anyways, it does sound like we are going to have quite a bit of rain in the Ozarks over the weekend and kind of throughout next week as well. And maybe you've noticed some issues with your roof, whether your gutters are just not keeping up or you've started to notice some um, yellowing spots on your ceiling or maybe you've just noticed like full-blown leaks. That is a problem and it is a good time to give Josh and his team over at the Pyramid Roofing Company a call today. They can come out, they'll do a free inspection for you, they'll get on your roof and they'll take tons of photos and videos to show you exactly what's going on and then they'll work through a process with you. Maybe you are in a situation where you don't need a whole new roof. Maybe you need just a roof repair or maybe even new gutters. Either way, the Pyramid Roofing Company, they have got you covered. Now you can find all of their contact information under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. There really hasn't been a good week for Biden in some time, but there have been a number of bad weeks for Biden. I think last week or the week before was deemed a bad week for Biden. Um, This week has not been a good week for Biden, all of his own doing, and it's all just his own demonstration, his own dementia, whatever it is. And it's just getting to the point where even it's it's this is what's so odd about it. And and I guess it is the character trait of Democrat voters just to do what they're told. And they're being told at this point, you will support Joe Biden. And so they're dutiful in doing so, despite the fact that anywhere from two thirds to 75 percent of them say that they don't want him to even run. But. They're told you're going to vote for him. And so when the polling's done, a majority say, okay, well, we'll go ahead and vote for him anyhow. 
<clears throat> but it's it, what's so odd about it right now is that it is so clear. I, I, I listen. I know that Corinne Jean Pierre and some of these others are making these absurd claims that you know, oh, he's just this brilliant person. He's the sharpest person in the room. But you had. Corinne Jean-Pierre a couple of weeks ago. No, it was Kamala Harris uh, when she was asked whether or not she could be president should she need to. And, and she said that I mean, every day uh, all these, these issues come up and he's able to navigate through them unlike anyone else. And co- I mean, it's I know some of you who are Democrats that are listening, you know. I can at least understand the decision to behave as if you, you know, this isn't occurring if we were in general election mode, if it's Biden versus Trump. Because I, I understand you hate Trump and you think a dementia riddled old man who doesn't even know where he is at any given moment is better than Trump. I, I, I that I can understand. But right now, this is the point where you get to choose and and it's not like you're halfway through it or you know three quarters of the way through it where well Biden's racked up all these wins so it's going to be hard to turn it around and in fact the choosing part hasn't even officially begun and it's just like what are you people doing now one could argue that no one that is uh, viable, at least in the minds of Democrat voters, is has thrown their hat in the ring. You've got Miriam Williamson. You have RFK Jr. You have Cornell West. You have this other gal from California we talked about yesterday. Her name escapes me, but she's she's a pro-life Democrat. She's extremely left-wing, but she's very, very, very pro-life. What what would the polling show? And I don't know. Let's say somebody like Gavin Newsom decided to go ahead and jump in. Would Democrats still get behind Joe Biden? It's just so weird. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Is the reason Democrats right now are not choosing to, when they're being asked in polling, um, you know, the, the reason that you still have a majority of them that say, well, I'll vote for Biden, is it is it because you feel that he's better than RFK Jr. and Miriam Williamson and Cornell West and, you know, these others? Is that what it is? I mean, you could at least say other, right? Because they always give you that option. You'd, you'd think that you'd have a majority of Democrat voters saying others. Like, I don't like any of them. I, it's it's weird. It doesn't make sense, and it's only getting worse at this point. To, and it is, it's getting to the point. Many people are speculating the Democrats are clearly going to have to force him out, and that is a logical approach. But the logical approach says that that would have happened a long time ago. The Democrat Party does not generally take a common sense logical approach the fact that this is something that they're really grappling with to me is insane it's different than what the republican party is grappling with because the republican party the problem the republican party has 
is they yes they don't like trump and the problem is a majority of their voters no matter how many times they tell them don't vote for trump they say this is who we want that's not what they're dealing with with joe biden it's not as if the party is saying well we want to dump this guy but he's so popular amongst democrats i mean 90 percent of democrats say that they want him to run again it's the opposite The Democrat voters are essentially begging for somebody that they can support that isn't Joe Biden or one of the other two. Yet they're still, for whatever reason, grappling over how to navigate through this. Now, of course, if you listen to them, they're not grappling with this. They, you know, Biden, he's our nominee. And, you know, this guy is great and strong and he's going to lead us forward. And, you know, that's what they're saying. But we all know the reality of this. And I can't help but wonder, is they're not in these rooms when they have the discussion, any Democrats that stand up and they're like, why are we even talking about this? I mean, are we insane? Are we seriously? Because this is, if you want to take it at face value, the presentation Democrats are offering up is that there is no better person in this entire country for the Democrats to run for president than Joe Biden. That there is not a single person better in that party. No one. That's really the situation at hand here? I think that there may be a shift. It's going to be interesting to see if this is a discussion over uh, the weekend on some of these Sunday morning talk shows where you do have Democrats that are talking about this of course a couple weeks ago ignatius in the washington post um saying that yeah biden should uh not run for re-election i think we are honestly at the point where they should be openly discussing he needs to step down for the presidency and i know what that means it means kamala harris in the presidency i understand that but when you have a guy that cannot even any longer make any appearances without bumping into flagpoles without forgetting where he is. He was at the Congressional Hispanic Caucus event referring to them. This was uh, yesterday or the day before. He thought he was at the Congressional Black Caucus because he's talking about going on about how wonderful the Congressional Black Caucus is when he's at a Hispanic event. He's at a fundraising event and tells this story twice in a row, the exact same story. And it was a story, it's a story based on a lie. Anyhow, it's this lie that, you know, Trump said that there were wonderful people in the Nazi party or whatever that stupid story is. And and Biden always likes to claim that that's when he decided after Charlottesville, when Trump claimed that Nazis were awesome, uh, that he decided to run for president. And he kind of goes into detail and, and, and then he like says another sentence or two and then he starts the story over again. And it, it wasn't done in a way that he's, like, just re-emphasizing. He's telling it as if he's telling it for the first time. And though that event, as of yet, there's no audio or video that I'm aware of that is leaked out, it is being reported from people that were there. And that is something that we haven't quite seen yet this is the first time that that has happened to the capacity that we're seeing it it's public we're talking about it 
And I think that there may be some Democrats who have been able to convince themselves up until now, well, you know, he's all right. I mean, sure, but all people that age, uh, you know, heck, I forget my car keys every once in a while, that are going to see that and go, okay, this is something more severe. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. Hey, Streaming live, ksgf.com. I am Nick Reed. Don't forget, you can get signed up for a pizza party for you and 12 of your friends. I know it's like, what are we, in fifth grade? This was actually my idea. Um, I What? Why are you laughing about that? It was my idea. It was my idea. I, I, listen, I think that so many of these simpler things in life... We just stopped doing that we did when we were kids, and there was no reason to I'm stop doing it. I'm not dogging on you. It you was were just, just laughing at No, me. it was just the way you said it. <laughs> what are we, in fifth grade? I invented this idea. Well, I... I, I just like the way you worded it. That's all. We, I like it. Were, I wish I could you, win it. When you're a, when you're a kid, pizza parties <laughs> are just commonplace right you're like oh pizza party oh yeah okay but if you're an adult and you're like hey let's have a pizza party and you're like well that's i don't know that's kind of a weird way to put it you know what i'm saying and i was no, like no, why I, not I get it. that and they're just i don't know i i just love that sort of thing we're gonna do a slumber party next no i'm kidding i'm gonna have a sleepover <laughs> you can want to sleep over at my house <laughs> <laughs> Can we do bowling and laser tag too? Well, now that maybe. That actually um, sounds really fun. Roller skating. How how fun would roller skating do a roller skating event? I be? do not know how to roller skate, so it would not be fun for me. But for everyone else that does know, probably fun. I didn't know that your parents didn't love you. Oh, that was mean. Yeah. Well, I never took you roller skating. I've I'll been roller there. skating. Oh, you just I don't know, know how. I've, I'm good at it. I've told you the story before, but I'll tell it again. I went to a roller skating party when I was probably in like, I don't know, like fifth or sixth grade. And it was for my best friend. And we were out there for like 10 minutes and she broke her arm and the bone came through her arm. Compound fracture. And that was, my ex- that was my experience. And I was like, you know what? I really don't have a desire to learn this anymore. I was, uh, well, I don't know if you remember this. We were having a uh, lunch bunch at Retro Metro, and one of the guys was talking about how he and his wife decided to go roller skating. Do you remember this? Yes, I know, because this is probably where I told that story. Yeah, and uh, she bought elbow pads and then either forgot to bring them. I think she just forgot to bring them, and then she fell and broke both her elbows. Ugh. Yeah, well, that's not common. Anyhow, back to the original point. You can sign up to win a pizza party at one of the area Godfather's Pizzas, the four stores. Go to ksgf.com, and if you win, then you and up to 12 of your friends have a pizza party there. How awesome is that? Lots of fun. And they have rooms. At one, the Springfield location is a really – I've not been in the rooms in all the locations, but the Springfield location, which also has a buffet and a salad bar, uh, they've got a room that has a big – like a projector screen and everything, and uh, you can utilize that room. So it's a, it's a great place, great pizza. Get signed up for that. And then today, uh, this afternoon, if you have the app, you'll get a notification about a KSGF deal. It should be a, a new deal um, that you can use this afternoon and evening. It tells you the time frame, but the only way that you get that deal 
or know about the deal even, is to have the KSGF app and your notifications turned on. Let's get a traffic update. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. First alert forecast. Going to be off and on rain throughout the weekend. Today, off and on rain. High near 78 rain tonight, 65. Chance of rain tomorrow, 82. Chance of rain Sunday with a high near 76. Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat, West Virginia, stitching together a Senate coalition to reverse the decision to stop enforcement of the chamber's dress code for senators, though it was still in place for staffers, because, of course, rules for thee but not for me. This has been dubbed the Fetterman Rule, with absolutely, once again, no explanation as to why this was done. This announcement, though it wasn't really an announcement uh, you know, from Chuck Schumer's office, as much as reports about a change that Schumer made in which there was no longer a dress code for senators. I mean, you here you had Fetterman... And he was presiding over uh, over the Senate the other day in shorts and some sort of, I don't know if it was a hoodie or a t-shirt or whatever. I, he's just, he's a slob. I mean, are, are we really, for political purposes, going to get to the point where we're going to have one political party carry the mantle of being a slob as if somehow that's virtuous? Is that really what we're going to do? We have seen the Democrat Party, policy-wise, define themselves, not based on any sort of principles or morals or or ethics, but just wherever the Republicans stand, we're going to be opposite of it. Whatever the Republicans do, we're going to take the opposite position. Whatever it is. They want a closed border, we want an open border. Republicans don't want pornography in elementary school libraries. We want pornography in elementary school libraries. Republicans don't want middle schoolers going to uh, drag shows where they get lap dances and put dollar bills in their G-strings, and by gosh, that's what we want. And not only do we want it, but we're going to promote it as virtuous. I mean, this is where we've come. And so now, well, because Republicans believe that there should be some degree of decorum, particularly in the U.S. Senate, the, the response is, well, by gosh, we're all about hoodies and, t- and, and, and gym shorts. That's where we are. That's the decision Schumer made. There has been enough of a backlash that some Democrats are speaking out about it. You had Arizona Senator... Um, Mark, uh, oh, I forget his last name, the, the uh, Giffords, Giffords, right? The astronaut. He was asked, he said, I don't like the change. Now you got Manchin, he's trying to, <laughs> oh, I saw that, yeah. Fet- Fetterman, amid dress code controversy, agrees to wear a suit to save democracy, avoid, to avoid shutdown. Okay. So now, what? That it is exhausting trying to keep up with what drives Democrat elected officials. 
So you've got Fetterman apparently, according to Fox News, this story, just going off the headline here. Okay, I'll wear a suit in order to save democracy. This is so, what he said on Twitter. Uh, quote, if those jagoffs in the House oh, stop trying to shut our government down and fully support Ukraine, then I will save democracy by wearing a suit on the Senate floor next week. Okay. So it's more just total and complete insanity. Very presidential, by the way, or very presidential, very senatorial, calling political opposition jagoffs. Next week, Manchin told reporters yesterday, Senator Manchin intends, or spokesperson rather, Senator Manchin intends to file a bipartisan resolution to ensure the Senate, the dress code remains consistent with previous expectations. The statement made the rounds after The Hill revealed Manchin was circulating the proposal to undo the call made by Majority Leader Chuck Schumer to direct the Senate Sergeant-at-Arms to stop enforcement of the informal rules dictating that members wear business attire on the Senate floor. Senator John Cornyn said members who oppose the new dress rules are the coalition of the rational, according to the report. 46 Republican senators, led by Senator Rick Scott, have already signed a letter to Schumer demanding to reverse his misguided decision. Now, I tell you, and this is for some people, what uh, a what difference does it make sort of scenario. I'm, I don't want to say obsessed, but I'm just focused in on wanting to know why this was done in the first place. And everyone is saying, well, it was because of Fetterman. But why? Why? I, it's not like we're talking about some sort of situation here where, you know, you, you always see these stories where a kid uh, in school has cancer and they have to go through chemo and so they're going to lose their hair and so in an effort to show solidarity classmates will shave their heads you know those sorts of things that that stuff makes sense like well i understand that is that what this is what what fetterman because he's a really sad guy and can't you know suffers from depression so all he wants to do is wear hoodies and gym shorts we're going to show solidarity by saying that we can do the same is that i mean I'm being somewhat absurd here, but the the point is Schumer has never explained what the thinking was behind this. Am I the only one that just really, really wants to know that the answer to that? And and I genuinely mean I want to know the answer to it. I don't just want to hear his response. I mean, I suppose I would be somewhat curious what he would say. Would he tell us the truth, the reason behind it? I can't even figure out what the truth would be. It just doesn't make any sense. There was no call for this. You didn't have some uh, change.org petition being signed for this. No one was even talking about this. There wasn't some parallel conversation going on about how, you know, this Senate, it's just too stuffy. It needs to look more like, uh, you know, a, a, a skate park. We need to get a little more with the times and get away from the outdated idea of, of showing up dressed in respectful attire. None of that was going on. Out of the blue, for no reason, no explanation. Do, do any of these senators even want to know? I mean, I, I can't help but believe 
some of these senators have gone to Schumer. I mean, these people talk to one another. Yeah, we watch them talk at one another. We watch them talk uh, at one another through press conferences and so forth. But they get together. They talk to each other. They have conversations. You know, at some point, someone said, what the hell are you doing? What is this? Why did you, what's the, what, what answer did he give? I would really like for some, it would probably have to be a Republican, Somebody please reveal this information. I, I just have to be have this part of my curiosity satisfied. So it sounds as if right now you've got um, probably most Republicans, if not all of them, a number of Democrats that are banding together, sending Schumer a letter asking him to reverse this. And, you know, the other part of it that have been noted by some, it, it is the demonstration of rules for thee and not for me and that of course doesn't look good for democrats right now in particular and the rule only applied to the senators some of which are multimillionaires, while they're lowly staffers that oftentimes don't even make enough money to rent an apartment on their own they have to have roommates they had to continue to go out and purchase expensive suits uh, to wear on a daily basis Springfield's Talk 1041 live from Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Right, some of the text messages regarding this the the Fetterman rule and Joe Manchin is circulating this letter and it is getting signatures of other senators saying we need to go back to having some sort of dress code. This was from Chuck Schumer, who is leader of the Senate, and he said, well, just for senators. Uh, staff still have to abide by the dress code, but uh, no more dress code. And while some people may say, well, what is that, like none whatsoever? At the very least, it allows gym shorts and a hoodie. I mean, if you can wear that, is there anything really you can't wear? I mean, can you just wear, can you go in without a shirt? I don't know. I, I mean, if there's no dress code, what, you can say, well, except for that. The part of it that, well, let me read some of your messages. The American Transmissions Talk and Text Line. Uh, one of you noting, we finally found the GOP red line, Senate dress code. Yeah, that's a good point. Of all the things that Republicans in the Senate allow to occur, like this is the thing that they're going to join to get, you know, like, well, this will take a stand on. Okay. <laughs> Can we ask our senators to wear F. Joe Biden shirts? Well, Again, if it's just, as we understand it, lift it all together, then you can't turn around and say, well, except for that. Well, where you that this is the point of having the parameters. Schumer's rationale for the lurch rule <laughs> is the Democrat Party mantra, destruction for destruction's sake. Yeah, I, I do believe... And I don't know that this was the motivation behind it. I, I don't know. But there are some Democrats that do take that approach. They just, they are instinctually unhappy people that want to just break things and tear things down because it is something that other people like. And by the way, we know people, you know people like this. I know people like this. Most of us at some point in our lives have known these these people. No matter what it is, they always naysay it. It doesn't matter. It makes no difference whatsoever. 
it's the Debbie Downer syndrome sort of thing. You know, you just, oh, I, I really love this. Well, I, you know, I don't understand why it's got to be like that. And like, well, what's your problem with it? I don't know. I just don't like it. And, and they're just inherently that way. And so I think a lot of Democrat voters, this might appeal to them like, yeah, show them. And why don't you like a dress code? Well, I, it's just, you know, just stuffy. I don't know. Just don't like it. No logical reason. It's just an emotional reaction. Destruction for destruction's sake. As one of you noted, uh, maybe some Republican senators will show up with a Let's Go Brandon t-shirt with some swimming trunks flip-flops. That will change the rule. <laughs> now, what we would hear about is how deplorable Republicans are. If Republicans began, even if it didn't have the political component to it, but if Republicans began showing up in gym shorts and a hoodie like Fetterman, they would get ripped. They would get ripped for lacking decorum. They would get ripped for not acting like, and then we would hear about, well, Fetterman, but that's just Fetterman, see. So that's different. Some of the text messages question whether or not there is some sort of medical component here. I've, I've wondered this as well. Is he not wearing suits because medically he has some sort of apparatus that is not wearable with a suit or a suit's not wearable with the apparatus? What I don't believe, as some people have, or at least in the beginning, suggested, well, maybe because of his stroke, he's not physically capable of getting the suit on. I don't believe that because he moves around just fine. I mean, if you see him, in fact, whenever he made those absurd comments regarding impeachment where he was hooping and hollering like a very annoying 12 or 13-year-old, he's, he's, he, not, he's not physically impaired in that way. So I don't believe that the stroke has rendered him, like strokes do many people to where they aren't able to dress themselves or it's just very difficult for somebody else to dress them so you 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 wear something that is easy to get on and get off he doesn't physically demonstrate the sort of restrictions that suggest to me that would be a reason to not wear a suit uh so then but what about some sort of medical apparatus and i'm wondering well what would that be and i I don't know i you know i'm not sure and then why would they not tell us that it's not as if him having a medical condition is some sort of shock or surprise to us if that were the reason for it. And I'm not saying that that's not, I mean, that's, a, again, we're grappling with trying to figure these things out because we're lied to all the time. They're never just up front and they never just tell us the truth. Like Mitch McConnell with those freezing moments. Oh, well, he's just feeling a little lightheaded. No, I don't think that's what that is, you know. So, so we've got to fill in the blanks. We have to try and figure out. Clearly, they're lying to us. So what's going on here? Um, if Fetterman can only wear a hoodie and gym shorts because of some sort of medical apparatus, one, I, I wonder what that would be. Um, but why wouldn't they just say that's why? They, it wouldn't be, well, we we're afraid that it might make him lose support or he would look this way or that way. I mean, look at the guy. Medically, is there anything else possibly that one could reveal about him medically that would somehow tarnish him or the demo? You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to this. It's 
This is one of the great mysteries. And it's one of those things that I fully recognize. Most people think, yeah, it's curious and everything, but man, you really are wondering about it a lot. Yep, I know. <laughs> there are just certain things that, for whatever reason, they, I, I just I can't let go of. And this apparently is one of those things. Springfield's Talk 1041 Live from Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Hey, everyone. Sarah Myers. Thank you. I want to tell you about my friends over at Avis, the car rental company. If you are in the market to purchase a new vehicle soon and you are wanting to do a little bit longer test drive than what you get at the dealership and you really want to do that ultimate test drive, you can do that with Avis's long-term rental program. Now, the long-term rental program is great because you have uh, no vehicle maintenance fees. You have no more trips to the DMV. And if you get into a vehicle that you originally were kind of looking at, thinking about maybe even purchasing in the future, but you realize, you know what, this doesn't have enough space or it doesn't have the features that I'm wanting. With the long-term rental program, you can swap out vehicles every couple of months if you wish to do so. Now, if you want more information on the long-term rental program, just swing by the Avis store. It's located off of Fort and Sunshine here in Springfield. Speak to Lauren. And of course, you can find all of the contact information for Avis under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. According to Politico, the Office of Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom of California pressured the state legislature's LGBTQ caucus to shelve a bill on transgender issues amid concerns it would provoke a backlash from parents. Awful parents. A.K.A. Gavin Newsom is preparing to run for the presidency. This is the only time that you can count on a Democrat in the modern era of not, you can you can count on them not being completely insanely radical. It's when they are going to ask the average American for their vote. This is a state that is, that is essentially eliminating the entire concept of parenthood. And here the governor is like, well, we don't want to upset parents. Well, gee, I wonder what that means. News in 60 Seconds, live from Scramblers, I'm Nick Reed. 